podcast is brought to you by Green Min, all natural mineral rich superfood. If you have never heard of Green Min, I consider it to be the most important essential supplement for dogs and people. It is a great source of plant-based minerals, which are much more bioavailable and effective than supplements made from chemicals or ground-up rock. Minerals cannot be made in our body and have to come in the form of food. Unfortunately, intensive agriculture and food transportation have interrupted the natural nutrient cycle and soils and food are becoming increasingly depleted. Mineral deficiencies are one of the primary causes of disease. Let me give you another explanation. Most people understand that plants in the garden would not grow if some of the minerals were depleted or missing. For example, if phosphorus is deficient, strawberries and tomatoes would not blossom and fruit. Ironically, healthcare has not fully addressed the fact that food deficiencies are greatly predisposing factor when it comes to cell and organ dysfunction and disease. Malnourished and depleted plants in the garden are relatively easy to spot, but a mineral deficient body is harder to detect until it's too late. The key to supplementing minerals is to provide them in the most digestible and bioavailable form. This is why I chose Alga Calcaria for Greenman. The certified organic algae originates from Brazil and has evolved to absorb minerals from the ocean water and deposit them in the roots to anchor itself on the ocean floor. Alga Calcaria was first discovered by Brazilian farmers who fed it to horses, cows and other farm animals and witnessed an amazing transformation. The animals were stronger, grew better and rarely fell ill, which makes sense because there are 37,000 billion billion chemical reactions taking place in the body every second and they cannot proceed smoothly without necessary minerals. Since then, Alga calcarea has been used in treatment of osteoporosis in people and I made it part of Greenman in 2012, the essential plant-based mineral and amino acid supplement for dogs and people in 2021. If you would like to learn and read more what other people say, it is simple. All you need to do is to go to greenmin.com or for human supplement, greenmin.com. Hello, my dog lovers. This is Dr. Peter Tobias, and you're listening to Not Just About Dogs. Today, I have decided to mix it up a little and uh, give you some cool info about what is going on inside of your dog's body. I bet that you love your dog more than your house, your car, your bicycle. Am I right? But while most people would not expect a house, a car, or bicycle to maintain and fix itself, Many folks out there expect that all it takes for a dog to live a healthy, long life is to throw some food in their bowl. I'm sure you're not like that, otherwise you would not be listening to this podcast. However, today I'd like to talk about the fact that your dog's body is a mega factory, where there is about 37,000 billion billion chemical reactions happening in the body every second, which is a staggering number. And that is why your dog needs building blocks. The key building blocks in your dog's body are minerals and they're the key ingredients required for these reactions to happen. Almost everyone understands that 
tomatoes, strawberries, and other produce need to grow in well-nourished soil. And they do terribly in soils that are depleted of nutrients. They must be fertilized, ideally with organic certified products and fertilizers to protect you and also the environment. And what if I told you that the body is also in need of organic fertilizers, much the same as tomatoes and strawberries are? If it sounds crazy, it really is not because we obviously won't be adding manure as a source of nutrients in the food. And that's what uh, pet food companies and kibble makers do sometimes. They're experts in adding SHIT into their food. Uh, I mean, poor quality ingredients and ingredients that do not belong there. When I said that dogs need fertilizers, I wasn't meaning it literally. What I meant was that they need minerals, vitamins, and other essential nutrients to thrive and be well. The number one issue in nutrition and also medicine are depleted soils. This depletion produces depleted food and the deficit is passed on to people and also animals, which results in disease and shortened lifespan. This may seem logical, yet most doctors and veterinarians are too busy to address nutrition on a deeper level. I've been in practice for 30 years and I know how busy it gets to troubleshoot problems that people and their animals come with. There's very little time left for preventive care and addressing nutrition on a deeper level, despite the fact that this is actually at the core of the problems that these animals, dogs and cats and, and even humans are coming to their doctors with. It took me some time to realize that uh, nutrient depletion, especially mineral depletion, is actually at the core of many problems and diseases. I discovered this by running hair tests in my patients. Um, and hair testing is very efficient and very accurate method of determining if there is any depletion in the body or not when it comes to minerals. And also, it gives us an idea if there are any toxins or heavy metals. The irony is that sometimes in medicine, we look for very complex uh, causes of disease, while many of the problems can actually be solved by giving the body the building blocks, the minerals and other nutrients that it needs. As I said, there are 37,000 billion billion chemical reactions happening in the body every second, which is a huge number. And without the building blocks, without the parts, they cannot happen. Of course, in the physiology classes, we learn that minerals are important and they're part of the biochemical reactions in the body. And at the same time, we somehow forget by learning the complexity about the complexity of diseases and forget about the basics. But times have changed uh, because since I have seen huge transformations in many animals and our community members and dog lovers around the world have seen too, when we just provide simple plant-based mineral supplements such as Greenman or others. Of course, uh, vitamins, omega oils, probiotics, they're also essential, but there's something mighty and powerful in giving the body minerals. I'm not sure how you felt about chemistry classes when you were going to school, but let's be honest, most chemistry teachers aren't exactly great at making the subject interesting. At least that's how it was in my school years. But today I hope to change that by making the mineral world come alive for you so that you remember what each mineral does and why it is important. 
My plan today is to skip the fancy medical lingo, despite the fact that I was told by someone a few years ago that I should be more professional and use medical terms. Personally, I feel that this is an archaic approach to medicine. In the past, doctors and possibly even lawyers try to make their language very hard to understand so people do not know what they're doing. But times have been changing and you have to be empowered. You have to know what health is about and how to create it. I think another reason why medical language is often used in very hard to understand terms is that people, I guess, come across more knowledgeable when they use um, complex Latin terminology. Anyway, who knows, and it doesn't really matter. Today, I'm here with the challenge of making the world of minerals a little less boring, so you remember each of them and their functions so you can create healthy and long life for your animal friend, but also yourself. I see each of these elements as friends. There are the friends who keep us alive, who make us breathe, who make our body and muscles and our organs work. And it's kind of nice to know who our allies are when it comes to the biochemistry of our body and our dog's bodies. I had a lot of fun thinking what each mineral would be like if it was a person. I bet if calcium was a person, it would be Arnold. <laughs> it would most likely be a bodybuilder pumping weights 24-7 and running ultramarathons. Of course, everyone knows calcium and that it is responsible for bone structure and that a lack of it leads to osteoporosis and bone weakness. But calcium is also responsible for nerve function, muscle contraction, blood clotting, and fertility. Low calcium means no babies. Low calcium means weak muscles. Low calcium means a nervous wreck. Low calcium means no fun. Calcium also plays the main role in deeply ingrained myth about milk consumption. You have to drink milk to get calcium, people say, except this isn't true. There are many studies that confirm that milk is not a natural source of calcium. There are no species, mammal species, around that would drink milk post-weaning, except humans. Now, recently, I walked by a farm where I saw calves locked in pens of three or four. They were taken away from their mothers because that way farmers can produce more milk for human consumption. I know it is brutal and we don't want to hear about it, but closing our eyes will not solve this issue. You don't necessarily need to stop eating cheese or drinking milk cold turkey. Just the awareness that this is happening may gradually guide you to creating the shift. Homo sapiens are the only species in the mammal group that consumes milk post weaning. Many people do not have the digestive enzymes required to process lactose, and because we drink milk from other species, the immune system must also deal with the extra burden of white blood cells and bacteria that are present in the milk, which taxes the immune system. The good news is that, similar to all other mammals, we do not need milk to maintain sufficient calcium levels, even in the instance of depleted food chains. Dogs do well on plant-based calcium supplement similar to people, and it doesn't carry any of the drawbacks of milk. If you are curious what transformations people see after starting to give plant-based mineral support, you can go to Greenmin, 
greenmin.com, G-R-E-E-N-M-I-N.com. And now we are on to the second mineral in the body, and that's magnesium. If magnesium was a person, it would be the stable and cool person that doesn't get upset about much. There's a lot of magnesium in the body, some in the bones to make them strong and some in the muscles to make them relaxed. Magnesium prevents muscles from cramping and it regulates blood pressure and it also helps us chill out and not to take things too seriously. When magnesium is missing in food and it is not supplemented, it can lead to heart arrhythmia and weak bones. If magnesium was a human, I think it would be something like my friend Anna or my sister Hannah enjoying their day at the spa or a pool, happy and relaxed. Or for those of you who like action movies, I think magnesium would be like James Bond of the mineral world, strong, powerful, but cool and composed. Sodium, the element that has been bullied. If minerals had the same setup as our society, I think sodium would be the one that suffers from the most injustice. Pet food companies have used salt to deter people from feeding their dogs table scraps. I'm not saying that we should add tons of salt in our dog's food. It's just strange that we give salt licks to horses and wildlife like deer and elk, yet they say dogs must not get salt. Similar to other mammals, dogs need sodium for many reasons and will not be harmed by healthy table scraps, such as cooked meat and veggies. If you wonder how to make healthy, homemade, raw or cooked food for your dog, you can go to recipemaker.peterdobias. It's recipemaker.peterdobias.com. In a way, sodium is like a house guest. It is good in small doses. And the primary function of sodium is to regulate blood pressure and participate in fluids and hydration of the body, as well as nerve and muscle function. Sodium could be likened to the water irrigation guy or the plumber. It ensures that there is just the right amount of water in the body, not too little, not too much. Definitely like the irrigation guy. Right? Uh, he makes sure that the watering system is working just perfect. Just a little side note about salt consumption. I have a friend who works in the medical field of kidney disease and dialysis, and I often hear him worry about sodium levels in food. I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm not too worried, but I try to eat less salty meals and buy unsalted nuts. It is definitely true that excessive sodium can lead to cardiovascular disease, kidney failure, and maybe predisposing factor in stomach cancer. Potassium could be seen as sodium's more emotional friend. Similar to sodium, potassium plays a role in regulating electrolytes, muscle and nerve function, but it can cause a lot of damage when it's out of balance with sodium. The reason why I called potassium the more emotional friend of sodium is that it can be explosive when it's thrown in the water in its pure form. I have a very vivid memory going all the way back to high school where my teacher, chemistry teacher, showed us the characteristics explosive properties. Of course, potassium is not explosive in your dog's body, but it can make the heart stop in case of Addison's disease, but potassium regulation is faulty and the level is too high. 
In the body, potassium stays in cells and sodium stays outside of the cells. I guess it could be seen as a homebody that doesn't want to go out. <laughs> like the hairless Mexican dog that I see in the park that uh, doesn't want to get out when it's rainy or cold. Copper, the jack of all trades. I love copper because it's very useful. Unlike gold, which is all about the looks and it doesn't have much function, copper is a busy body playing a critical role in the body's enzyme function. Copper is also a big ally of iron, aiding its absorption. It also sweeps the damaging free radicals from the body. It helps to shield the nerves by playing part in the million sheet function, which is the protective sleeve around the nerves. And it also maintains thyroid function and participates in production of melanin, the pigment of skin. In human form, I guess copper would be a multi-passionate overachiever, a charmer with charisma and a big contributor towards greater good. Here is what would happen if copper was deficient. It would lead to anemia, vascular weakness, bone and joint disease, elevated cholesterol, susceptibility to infections, hair loss, skin discoloration, fatigue, weakness, difficulty breathing, heart arrhythmia, skin sores, and ulceration. But as it happens with all things in life, too much of a good thing may cause harm too. Excess copper can cause muscle cramps and so-called copper toxicity when there is a metabolic glitch in the liver's copper storage which some dogs suffer from. Too much copper may cause appetite loss, lethargy, fever, diarrhea, jaundice, vomiting, and weight loss. Even in the case of our darling copper, the same thing applies. Everything in moderation. Zinc, the caring type. Perhaps you or someone in your life is always doing a million things at once, yet they're still organized and on top of things. If Zinc was a person, it would be exactly like that. A reliable friend who takes care of everything and everyone and never complains. The one who is always busy but makes every job look easy. Zinc regulates gene expression, meaning it has a lot to do with the cells and what they become in the early stage of life. It depends on zinc, whether a cell becomes kidney, muscle, pancreas, an eye, or the brain. Zinc is a part of the activity of more than 300 enzymes, which makes it crucial in muscle, bone, skin, kidney, liver, pancreas, retinal, prostate, and immune system health. Zinc is the cofactor of these enzymes, meaning it makes the enzymes actually effective. Zinc deficiency can result in growth retardation, diarrhea, low fertility, nail growth issues, hair loss, weight loss, and sensory disturbances. I guess the question should be more like, what is zinc not responsible for? In my mind, definitely zinc could be compared to a caring mother without whom life would be pretty dysfunctional and chaotic. I want to emphasize that gender is not important, obviously. I just want you to remember that zinc does a lot and achieves even more. Iron, the transportation superpower. In the outside world, iron is used for building concrete buildings, bridges, cars, pipes, and heavy machinery. However, inside of the body, it is responsible for breathing, 
Without iron, which is a part of hemoglobin, the oxygen-carrying substance in red blood cells, the body would not be able to breathe and life would simply cease to exist. I find it ironic, pun intended, that people often look up to gold, platina, and other precious metals, despite them not being essential to life. Iron, on the other hand, is considered ordinary, yet it is far more precious than these precious metals. The body knows that iron is important. That is why it stores about 15% of it in reserve in the event of dietary shortage. Iron is one of the elements that is often low in dogs, suggesting that even meat is low in this precious metal. There is a simple trick that you can use uh, if your dog's hair test comes back with uh, low iron. You can just sear your dog's meat on a cast iron pan a couple of times a week and it should do the trick. In my opinion, the long-distance triathlon called the Ironman is a well-deserved title because it is all about the strength, breathing, and endurance, all the properties of iron. Just as a side note, iron is essential in the synthesis of neurotransmitters such as dopamine, norepinephrine, and serotonin, which are essential for maintaining happiness and balanced mood, and perhaps reducing aggression in dogs. Manganese, the vitamin courier. In the past few years, we all got used to grocery and online shopping deliveries, but transportation of vitamins in the body is the specialty of manganese that enables vitamins and other nutrients absorption and transportation from the gut to the body. Manganese also plays an important role in bone health, fatty acid, and cholesterol metabolism, which means that it promotes vascular and cardiac health. Similar to some other minerals, manganese is also a multitasker by supporting thyroid function, sugar level balance, nerve health, and it also helps to get rid of free radicals. Dogs who are deficient in manganese can present with a whole slew of problems. Nausea, vomiting, poor sugar tolerance, skin rash, loss of hair color, excessive bone loss, low cholesterol, dizziness, hearing loss, reproductive difficulties. It's pretty wild, isn't it? And it's especially wild considering that most veterinary clinics do not offer mineral testing in dogs, despite the consequences of mineral deficiencies. Chromium, the best friend. The reason why it shows the association for chromium is simple. It plays a key role in insulin production and sugar metabolism, as well as maintaining healthy cholesterol levels. But not all chromium forms are nice and play nice. The one from food are good and the one from industrial pollution is toxic. If your dog's hair test shows high levels of chromium in the body, check if there is any industrial pollution source in your area as food usually doesn't generate excess. Also, if you or your dog suffers from diabetes, it may be a good idea to check chromium levels as well. Selenium, the one that can be a little too much. We all have been there when a friend or a stranger is a little too much. Selenium is needed in your dog's diet daily, but only in very small amounts, and it plays the following roles in the body. Selenium protects cells from free radical damage, 
and enables thyroid to produce thyroid hormone. It helps lower the risk of joint inflammation. However, instead of selenium deficiency, this mineral is often found in excess, which can cause toxicity. The reason why it happens is that many dogs are given synthetic vitamins and mineral supplements that contain sodium selenite, a very common additive to supplements of this kind. Symptoms of selenium excess may result in vomiting, nail growth disorders, hair loss, fatigue, aggression, and foul breath. If your dog has higher than normal selenium levels on hair test results, read the supplement labels and consider switching to more natural food and natural supplements. Cobalt, the almost one-trick pony. In the body, cobalt is part of vitamin B12, cyanocobalamin. If your dog's hair test shows low cobalt, which is quite often, it may mean two things. There's lack of cobalt in your dog's diet and or the digestive tract is weak, especially when it comes to low stomach acids in aging people and animals. In such cases, it is a good idea to supplement vitamin B12 in a fermented form. I mean, there is a synthetic vitamin and then there's the fermented vitamin form. Producing synthetic vitamins is cheaper, but it is not as good for the body as fermentation and fermented vitamins. The fermentation does increase the potency of the vitamins. It prevents stomach upsets. It basically is bound in the protein, so it can serve as food and the body recognizes it as food. Deficiency of vitamin B12 can cause nerve dysfunction and anemia. Cobalt is an ultra trace mineral meaning that it is needed only in very small amounts. Unfortunately, despite this, it's still relatively common that dogs have low levels of cobalt and also vitamin B12. That's why I've added it to Soul Food, the fermented certified organic multivitamin for dogs. Deficiencies of cobalt may cause slow growth rate, nerve damage, fatigue, anemia, high or low serum iron, slow disease recovery, digestive disorders, and poor circulation. So you can see again that deficiency of any mineral can cause a whole bunch of problems. And that is why it's so important to measure your dog's mineral levels and also supplement the ones that are low or missing. So the second last mineral is sulfur, the easygoing mover and shaker. I think sulfur is judged unfairly because it doesn't smell very good. It's an element that is super important for your dog's healthy skin, coat, nails, and especially their strength. It could be seen as the glue in the connective tissue of all those um, <laughs> parts of the body. It is also found in chondroitin and collagen, the two components that make skin soft and elastic and joints smooth and functional. It is also part of some enzymes. Sulfur is quite abundant in food, so you don't really necessarily need to worry about it being deficient, and it is also easily regulated, so you don't need to worry about excess. I think if sulfur was a human, I think it would be pretty easy going. Now, the last mineral of today's podcast is phosphorus. And I kept it for the last because it's the busy social butterfly that does it all, similar to zinc, but even more so. I'm sure that you know people who seem to be 
everywhere you go. They're busy, full of energy, multi-passionate, they're socialites, they're entrepreneurs who have their fingers in everything. Phosphorus is exactly like that, and that is why I left it for the end of this podcast. It ensures healthy cell development, and it also helps to store energy in the form of ATP, adenine triphosphate, when it's released from food. So when you eat something and the food gets digested, it gets immediately transferred in the form of ATP, energy source. See it as the power cell, the battery for every tissue and organ. Phosphorus and ATP basically keeps the party going and you and your dog and everything else alive. But as if it wasn't enough, phosphorus participates in the growth process. It is often unfairly blamed by kibble manufacturers for bone deformities and fast growth. However, it is not phosphorus but kibble, the super calorie dense dehydrated and natural form of food that is responsible for problems in growing puppies. If you feed your dog fresh or cooked meat, raw vegetables and raw bones and add full spectrum mineral supplements such as Greenman to ensure balanced mineral profile, you will be able to prevent most growth related issues such as elbow and hip dysplasia, growing pains and osteochondritis. Since I started feeding and recommending well-balanced natural food for dogs, the rates of growth issues have plummeted, which is great news. And if you would like to learn more about calcium to phosphorus ratio and what to do to make sure that your dog or puppy grows well and doesn't grow too fast, you can go to my website, peterdobias.com and search for calcium phosphorus ratio and the article will come up. And if you have any questions, you can always go and search in the search window there. And if you don't find the answer, which is actually quite rare, you can always email us. And for those of you who are new to our community, I encourage you to subscribe to our newsletter because I publish a lot of new information on how to keep your dogs healthy and happy for many years to come. Have a wonderful day and give your dog a hug for me. Take care. Bye.